0: This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm really excited today to have Phyllis Teter, who is the Chief Information Officer of the Ohio State University Wexler Medical Center. Um, Phyllis, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about in terms of some of the big issues that are going on in health IT right now and some of the changes we can expect in the next year or so. But before we dive into our discussion, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background?
1: Sure. So I'm Phyllis Teeter, and I've worked for the Wexner Medical Center 31 years. I started as a programmer when we used to build our own systems from scratch. So um, I'm a a big Buckeye fan um, in every way that you can be. So um, I've been at Ohio State my whole career. Uh, I have been fortunate to um, lead a great team um, and be part of that team throughout the my background at Ohio State, um, but have been in IT since I started here.
0: So that's fantastic. And you know, when you look at how everything's changed since you first began to now, what are some of the big things that you've noticed that you know we we're really surprised at um, that are so different from when you first began in health IT at um, Western Medical Center. Hmm.
1: I think the scope of the IT impact on healthcare. And when I think about when I first came here, we had only lab results and uh, medical record documentation available online in a homegrown system. And and now and and really no input. It was a read-only type of repository. And now we just have so much of our business is so dependent on the technology. And so the scope that I think we have seen we see of technology and healthcare has just escalated so much over the, that time. I can imagine, especially given the past couple
0: years with uh, COVID-19 really changing and accelerating the way that um, digital health is delivered and other aspects of um, the CIO's role. So what are one of the top one or two issues that are consuming most of your energy today?
1: So when I think about today um, and especially the the, the months, um the couple of months before, as well as the probably the couple of months to come, the two top things that are consuming our energy um, are things from um, from the environment that are um, that are we are tackling um, and are so difficult. One of them is, of course, COVID nineteen and the healthcare response to the progression of the pandemic, um, and the second is cybersecurity. Uh, so I, those two things, I think, are. Um, Two of the the biggest concerns, certainly in healthcare, and they have, within the last few months, really ramped up with their impact um, to to healthcare and to our country um, and to the world, frankly.
0: Absolutely, uh, you know. I know it's definitely a challenge to meet everything that you need in terms of COVID nineteen, with the situation always changing. And then, as you mentioned, I can imagine cybersecurity too it's just. It seems like it's constantly evolving. The threats are evolving, and the way that um, healthcare organizations and businesses in general need to respond to cybersecurity threats is is a huge evolution. Um, I'm wondering, from your perspective, is there um, anything out there that you really see as being crucial for healthcare leaders to do in order to make sure they're ready for any kind of new
1: cybersecurity threats that could be coming down the pipe? So I think um, continuing to make sure that you have plans uh, that have been reviewed and exercised um, if a threat does manifest itself. Uh, Like many of the healthcare um, providers, large providers in this country, we have been impacted by the the outage that's been in the news um, some with Kronos, um, our timekeeping system. I think that um, that, that we have uh, been consumed with our response to that for the last month or so, um, and um, we'll be um, quickly entering the recovery phase of uh, that as many other providers in the country have been impacted by that, also.
0: Absolutely, that that's just kind of amazing to see how the trickle down effects of even some of the third party um, companies that are being hit by cybersecurity can really have a huge impact on healthcare, especially in a time when there's so many other things that you need to do. Now, how do you see the IT teams changing um, at health systems over the next 12 months or so? Is there anything that you know, you need more of or things you're pivoting away
1: from? So so a change that I've seen since the beginning of the pandemic, which continues to evolve, is our ability to stand up solutions quickly um, by really changing the way that we can focus. I think that we learned uh, during the early days of the pandemic that we can do things pretty fast and be pretty agile, even in healthcare, with all our regulations and all the patient safety considerations, um, by, by really using a focus um, of both ourselves as well as our organizations on um, the changes that need to be made. Um, we have, I think, learned in healthcare that, um, that there are times when you have to be nimble, maybe more nimble than we thought we could be in the past. And so I think that having systems and infrastructure and processes that, um, that can be changed quickly um, has become something that, that we need to plan for. And it's kind of um, it's maybe an oxymoron to plan for changes that you can do quickly. Um, but, but it does take some planning and some, and really some foresight to be able to build um, both processes and technology that can be nimble. So, got it. That makes sense. Really having that nimble and, and flexibility
0: sounds like it's the name of the game. Uh, but when you're, yeah, absolutely. When you're thinking about, um, you know, the types of um, people you want on your team, are there any new types of roles that will be coming up or, um, you know, Teams you want to strengthen. I know some systems have have spoken about wanting to have more data science or analytics power on their team. Is there anything from your perspective that you know you're you're really um, seeing, whether it's at um Webster Medical Center or just in general um, as a trend that that you're really uh, looking for in terms of ability and skills that will be helpful for healthcare organizations in the future?
1: Yeah, I think there's a number of them. I think, you know, certainly data analytics as well as cybersecurity skills are in high demand and are so necessary to the success of healthcare as well as any individual institution. So those things are really um, about continuing to meet the staffing demand that those two areas have um, in in a world of very short supply. The other area which I think can really help healthcare be innovative and use resources more wisely is automation. So we're, we have a small group um, that we are hoping to grow um, as we show impact that is helping us to automate processes throughout all areas of the medical center and especially in IT. Um, charity starts at home. So we have the group helping us do some automation of some of our processes that allows us to do things that you know would have been resource constrained or perhaps to be able to repurpose resources to work on value-add work um, when we can automate something. Um, And a number of, we own actually three different tools um, that can help us to automate things, a lot of automation in the revenue cycle area, um, and as well as IT, some, some other areas are really starting to take advantage of that service also.
0: Well, that's fantastic to hear. And, and I'm sure it will be really um, helpful for the health system, looking at automating some systems and, and um, getting efficiencies down and being able to use the staffing effectively. I think the last question I have here before we, um, before we finish our discussion is, what projects and technologies are you most excited about for 2022?
1: So in the, in the midst of the pandemic, we have started... And really structured a new digital health council and a focus on digital health that we are just really coming, um, it's really starting to mature and help us to focus on certain types of digital technologies to really digitize that patient experience um, in new ways. I mean, we obviously, like many health systems, saw a tremendous uptick in virtual visits um, and many of the things that fall into that digital space. But we really want to take that next leap. How can we make the patient experience so much better than it is for most people in healthcare? Um, and we believe the answer to that question is is digital transformation of our processes, uh, both you know internal as well as external processes, to make it feel um, to make it feel to the patients and to our caregivers. As a natural extension of the care that they have provided so well um, in for so long in a um, in an actual physical environment.
0: Absolutely, I think that's a really great point. And looking at you know taking that patient experience to the next level and being able to, I'm sure there's lots of different initiatives and technologies that fall under that. You know, I'm wondering when um, you think of that as project as a whole and, and what it'll look like and how it'll transform healthcare. Um, is it has it been pretty easy to get everyone in the system on board with uh, making those types of changes and from the executive level down to those who will be um, interacting more digitally? Or um, you know, have you been surprised, I guess, at any of the gaps that have been harder to fill than you anticipated? <laughs>
1: So change is never easy, um, and, so, and certainly has not been um, easy in this space. I think that some of the things that, that need to be done are things that are hard to even imagine, um, let alone you know, diagram out, understand, select, and implement the right tools. Uh, these are things that are new, whole new ideas. In terms of how to think about this, if you're going to really transform the way patient care is delivered, and so, um, and that's the hardest kinds of change to be able to implement is you're changing to a whole new mindset. So, um, so by nature, I've not found it to be easy. Um, nor do I think most organizations are feeling that this is easy. But I do think that. Uh, we are really starting to understand the value of that kind of transformation and how it can really just change the game. Absolutely. I can tell, even though you know, you're know you talking about it being hard, I can tell it's exciting
0: to you and um, really is something that will be much needed for the health system. So Phyllis, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Laura. It's been great to talk with you.